Welcome to Drilling Deep. I'm your host, John Kingston. We talk about diesel on this podcast, among other things. And as I record this, diesel is a lot lower than it was the last time we met. And diesel comes from oil, and oil comes from the ground, and you've got to drill for oil to get it. And that's why we call the podcast Drilling Deep. We also have a guest of the week, and this week it's Gary Price of Love's Travel Stops. He's in charge of the company's recently expanded program of building academies to teach the next generation of diesel mechanics how to do their jobs. It's also something that Love says is an advancement of the American dream. And we need dreamers and we need diesel mechanics too. He'll be with us in a few minutes. I'm recording this on Thursday of this week. And on Wednesday, the price of diesel in the futures market hit the lowest point it had settled at since January of 2022, 14 months ago. That was well before the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Oil is a funny thing in commodity markets. There are times when the world gets really scary and the price of oil rises. Unlike gold, which long has been described as a safe haven, you actually can do something with oil a lot more significant than just making jewelry. You can make gasoline. You can make heating oil. You can make jet fuel. But the reality is that when the world goes into a financial crisis, oil demand is likely to drop. I remember on 9-11 when the planes first hit the towers. At first, the price of Brent crude Brent crude oil rose about a dollar, you know, the whole sort of scary, uncertain times. But then everybody took a deep breath, thought about what the economy was likely to be in the wake of such a horrific attack, and the price of oil sold off. That's why when the banking crisis first hit at the end of last week, I wasn't completely sure what oil would do. The answer is that it went down because a banking crisis is not good for anybody, and it certainly isn't good for economic activity. Brent is the world's crude benchmark, and by the Wednesday settlement, it was down about $9 per barrel from where it closed out the week when the crisis started to manifest itself last Friday. Ultra-low sulfur diesel on the CME Commodity Exchange actually fell less percentage-wise, but for consumers, the raw numbers will give them some happiness. It dropped about $0.17 from Friday through Wednesday. The big drop Wednesday overcame a weekly inventory report that should have been bullish. Inventories of ultra-low sulfur diesel were down more than 2 million barrels in the U.S., even though refinery operating rates rose as we're starting to exit maintenance season. And after falling to a low level the prior week, the figure that the uh, Energy Information Administration uses for demand, which they refer to as product supplied, that number actually went up. Maybe that's why the decline Tuesday and Wednesday was nowhere in diesel was nowhere near the level of Brent. But the drop in diesel Tuesday as the percentage was a lot more than Brent. On Wednesday, even with the inventory report, it was a smaller decline. So logic doesn't always hold. At this point, one of the biggest things that the, that oil consumers should be worried about regarding the banking crisis, if it persists, is whether financing for inventories gets tighter. As we saw several times last year, it was tight inventories that drove diesel markets higher. Even after the builds of the last few months, Stocks of diesel remain less than historical averages for this time of year, though crude inventories are getting closer to normal. Inventories are so much of a driver of oil prices, but they also do need to be financed. A tightening of the belt from banks that finance those stocks would be bad news for oil consumers. In other words, there is no way that oil markets can be walled off from a broader economic crisis. If the banking crisis does persist, It would have a macroeconomic bearish impact on oil prices, but on the microeconomic level, 
any reduction in the ability to build and hold inventories is not good news for diesel consumers. But, and there's always a but, tightened credit lines for inventories would be financing commodities that theoretically had a lower price on it. So those dollars would go further. So if you're wondering why oil is getting whipped around as the nation and global banking sectors sort themselves out, part of those opposing sources are tugging at each other. We'll have to see which side wins. We're going to move on here now on Drilling Deep. I wonder, outside of show business and professional sports, is there an industry in America that isn't concerned about finding enough employees? I can tell you that in 2021, the top 10 list for ATRI, that's the American Trucking Association's research group, had for the first time in the top 10 as a problem, as an issue faced in the industry, a shortage of diesel mechanics. Of course, the issue of driver shortage has always been up there, but now diesel mechanics made it onto the list as, too, as well. So it caught my eye recently when I got a press release from Love's Travel Centers that among their investment plans for this year, new stores, other things they're doing, was a plan to double the number of diesel training academies in its network. So joining us today to talk about that and talk about that diesel mechanic squeeze in general is Gary Price. He's the executive vice president of Truck Care Solutions at Love, and the academies are under his management. Gary, thanks for joining us today on Drilling Deep. Thank you, John. I appreciate being here today and to uh, talk about this topic. Um, yeah, diesel techs are really the second biggest shortage in the trucking industry. Um, you know, the trucking industry has three real big problems today and certainly moving into the form into the future. And as you said, one is the driver shortage. Uh, drivers are the average age of drivers are getting older. Uh, and the ability to backfill long-haul drivers is a problem. But second to that is really diesel technicians to maintain these trucks, and particularly the newer trucks with newer technology. They estimate that we'll be short 80,000 diesel technicians over the next 10 years. And then, obviously, the third biggest problem is parking. So Loves is really working very hard, diligently, uh, to solve at least two of those. Uh, one is the diesel tech shortage. So we have uh, been, had a diesel apprentice program and trying to solve this issue really for the last six years when we launched uh, training trailers. So we have six uh, training trailers. These are 43 foot gooseneck trailers that are pulled by an F-250 dually and uh, led by an ASE master mechanic. So think of it as a classroom on wheels. And this trailer literally has every major system of a class eight truck. And so they drive around and our apprentice program is the apprentice would come to work uh, in one of our shops. Uh, they would do the computer based training. They would go and work along with a certified mechanic and do jobs. And then once they hit a certain profession proficiency in those jobs, whether it's wheels, brakes, whatever the case may be, they would then go to one of these training trailers and would, would do a formal uh, class with that ASE master mechanic, and then they would test out. And that program is about a six to nine month program to graduate to be a certified diesel technician with us. So let me just ask the academies then, are these trailers, the academies, I think of academy and I think of a, a fixed base building somewhere. It is. And so we really, that's how we started. And what we found was we couldn't graduate enough. So uh, last year we decided we were going to open a fixed building. So we opened our first one in Amarillo, Texas, and then the second one in El Reno, Oklahoma, which is basically Oklahoma City, our uh, corporate headquarters. 
And this is a, uh, a full building, two full classrooms that will each hold 16 students, so 32 students at a time. So, uh, and we're running uh, two classes simultaneously, two bays, and that is led by two world ASC mechanics. And that world designation means you have every ASC classification that you can get. And there's really only about 2,000 of these folks literally across the planet. We have two of them that oversee this program. So this is a five-week in-residency program. So a diesel tech can come to, uh, a candidate can come to work for Loves, apply. They'll have to work in a store for 45 days, go through our basic training, make sure they understand our safety procedures, that they're a cultural fit. They get nominated by their field leadership, go through a pretty rigorous interview process, uh, and then they, if nominated and uh, successful, they are then sent to one of these two academies. They go there for five weeks. They work six days on, one day off, and go to class. Uh, it's, hand, it's classroom training, hands-on training. And at the end of five weeks, they are they graduate uh, and they're paid the whole time. They're paid a base wage. Uh, we pay the travel, the per diem. And at the end of that, they get promoted to be a diesel technician to a obviously much higher wage rate and have the ability to earn commission. And they receive a $3,500 set of tools. We call it earn while you learn. So then uh, they go back to... Uh, the shop that they started at, and then they are a, they're placed into service as a diesel technician, uh, and they work alongside the other mechanics in that shop for 30 days, uh, kind of you know, finishing them off and making sure that they, they have all the skills that they need. Then they're, they're turned loose as a full-fledged diesel technician within love. So since we started that program last year, we've graduated a little over 200 technicians. We have two of these schools up and running. We have two more that are under construction, one in uh, Casa Grande, Arizona, outside of Phoenix, and then one in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. And we have two in the planning phases for next year in Atlanta, Georgia, and in Salt Lake City. So then we will feel like we have the whole country pretty well covered. And at that point, we can graduate up to 2,000 diesel technicians every single year. And our plan at this point is to use these to grow our uh, and staff our 435 shop network, which is growing. We add about 15 to 20 shops every year and to staff those and staff our turnover. But ultimately, uh, we may be able to uh, offer this to our fleet customers and some of their shops. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of longer term plans with this, but uh, it has been a huge success. And um, it, it is really, I mean, when you think about uh, these diesel tech co colleges that are charging $35,000, $40,000 uh, for somebody to go to a uh, diesel academy, uh, I call this the application for the American dream. You can come to work for us, uh, like I said, get nominated, work for us, go to this Truck Care Academy, come back, and you can have a full-time job with earning potential of fifty to $60,000 a year right out of the gate. Earn while you learn. We pay you, and you get these tools, uh, and work for a great company with great benefits, and that's financially stable and growing, and so hopefully we're solving an issue for the trucking industry, not just for today, but for uh, for the future as well. And and with all the technology that's coming out, whether it's hydrogen engines from Cummins, electrical, battery electrical engines, you know, we will be able to partner with these OEMs to make sure that we have the best and highest trained technicians in the industry. 
Uh, let's get some of the, the, the facts here. So you said you're, you're building two academies this year, uh, one in Amarillo and the other near Oklahoma City. Is They're that up the, and running. Those are the up, two that are up and running. Right. Is, uh, okay. Is that the, is, are those the two that took you from two to four? And then you're going to add two more next year? No, that went from zero to two. We, those were okay. the two that are open. We have two more that are going to open here this summer, and that'll go from two to four. Okay. And then, and then anything beyond that you haven't decided yet? No, we have two more in planning that are in that are in the design phase that will open in 24. So by mid 2024, we will have six academies. Got it. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. Now, how does uh, yeah? It, it was interesting when you talked about how much it costs to go to an academy. You're also uh, you're also competing, I guess, against some community college pro- programs which do exist out there to train diesel mechanics. Um, how it sounds to me, and I'm not just saying this because you're our guest here on Drilling Deep. But it sounds to me like, you know, you've got the, the most attractive program in the sense that as long as they do it, they've got a guaranteed job and they're going to get paid during their education as opposed to paying for it. So what is the application process like? Uh, how tough is it to get in? Uh, are you finding enough applicants? We're finding a lot of applicants and we are targeting. Um, it's interesting. Our first several classes, the average age of the student was about 22 years old. Uh, so these are very young uh, applicants. Uh, we are targeting folks right out of high school that maybe don't know exactly what they want to do. If they want to go in the military or maybe don't want to go to college. We are targeting uh, folks who have done a single tour in the military uh, and are looking to get out of the military and looking for that next uh, career uh, outside the military. So those are two of our primary areas that we're getting candidates. And then just frankly, folks who come to work for us in our shops uh, as what we would call a level one tire technician. Um, and then they learn about our program and they apply for it. So your question about how hard it is. So once you work for us, and, and again, you have to work at least 45 days and finish our basic training. Uh, you then apply to go to the academy. Um once, and then you will be nominated by your manager, uh, and they'll fill out a form of, of why you should, why you're qualified to go. Uh, and then once you are accepted into the academy, uh, you go. And so there is a two-year commitment uh, once you go, because we've, we're providing this education and we're providing a $3,500 set of tools. So you sign a commitment that you'll work for us uh, for two years once you graduate. And the one thing about us, our scope of work, uh, you know, when we compare it to other, you know, like you said, community colleges and some of these diesel, they really prepare you to work uh, in dealerships and break down, direct, break apart diesel engines. Our scope of work at Loves is really three hours or less. It's light mechanical. We don't get into the engine. We don't get into the axle and we don't get into the transmission. But that really covers 95% of all breakdowns over the road. And that's really where we're focused is trying to keep America moving and get those trucks back on the road quickly. Uh, we are a certified uh, warranty provider for all Navistar and for all Freightliner. So about 65% of the over-the-road new trucks, we provide that warranty service for them uh, and get those, uh, get those trucks back on the road quickly. All right, let's talk again about how you get into the program. You, you mentioned 45 days. So the, the 45 days, I would work at a Lowe's store somewhere, and might I be in, this, in the, the, the store or the restaurant, or I'm, I'm somewhere in the, in the repair field? Yeah, you would come to work in the shop. Uh, so that's a good question. You'd come to work for us 
uh, at one of our 435 shops. You'd apply. Uh, if you can work with your hands, you have a, a desire to, uh, to work, uh, and we don't even require you to have necessarily mechanical skills. If you, you can work with your hands and you want to work in this field, uh, you're a team player, uh, you apply at one of our shops. We're hiring across the nation all the time. Uh, to, to staff our growing business, uh, then you would work in that shop for, like I said, 45 to 60 days. You go through our basic training program, prove that you know our safety procedures, you are a good team player, you're a cultural fit for Loves, and you're committed to the long term of being a Loves employee. Uh, then you uh, you get with your manager, say, hey, I, I really want to go to this truck care academy. You fill out the application. Like I said, we have, uh, we're literally doing uh, 64 new students every five weeks. So you would uh, get on the, on the list to go. And uh, once you're approved, you go to the Truck Care Academy. Pretty, pretty simple. But the idea here is when they join the company for that first 45 to 60 day stint, they know that their goal is to get to that academy, correct? Some, some, some folks, that's their goal, um, that are coming like from high schools and military that we've went to try to recruit. Others are folks that just came to workforce and didn't necessarily know that we had this program and learned about this great program. And then they, you know, they want to be a part of it as well. So, um, but yeah, the, the folks that we're trying to recruit to come to us, yeah, they, their, their, their goal is to get through this initial training and then apply for this and go to this truck care academy. And when they come out of the academy and they've got a job with loves, what is their starting salary? Uh so it's a range, and it's based on uh, the geography. Obviously, in New York and California, that range is higher, but it's basically fifty to sixty thousand dollars a year. So you make a, a base wage, which is an hourly wage, and it might be from twenty-five to thirty-two dollars an hour to start, depending on the part of the country you're in, uh, and then you make a commission on your work that you do each week. Um, and so that, that total together is about a fifty dollars to $60,000 starting job. And then if you progress with us, we have what we call a level six mechanic. After that, you have to complete four ASE uh, certifications uh, and be signed off by one of those world ASE mechanics that I talked about. Uh, and once you, you achieve that, then you can make up to $100,000 a year with us as a level six mechanic. Right, and I'm sure this work is very steady in the sense that you're not looking over your shoulder for layoffs all the time. Uh, well, Loves has been in business since 1964. We have never had a layoff, ever, and we don't plan on having any. Now, what have you learned from this that you would give advice to the broader uh, trucking industry for that is dealing with this the squeeze on, on diesel mechanics? What, what, what would you say to them in terms of filling these ranks beyond just paying them more? Well, I think it's really what we're doing. You've got to create a path for uh, folks to get the tech, to get the skills that they need to do this. And I think there's lots of folks who are looking for the American dream and want to do this work, but don't have the technical skills and maybe don't have the means to pay for uh, a diesel college or a community college to get these skills. So uh, if there are others out there, you know, whether it's a dealership or wherever, uh, a fleet that wants to have um, diesel technicians, uh, they need to they need to train them or they could just send all the work to us and we'll do it for them. Yeah, I had on, on Drilling Deep a while ago, Lindsay Trent. I don't, I don't know if you, you know, Lindsay of Next Gen and Trucking and, and her job is in part to, to get people into the trucking business, into jobs like that. 
she told me about one high school where they've been so successful. They had 19 graduates coming out of that high school going into training programs. And she made kind of the same comment that you did that, that, you know, they're going into a lot of areas that where the, the, the average income for the locals is pretty low and people are coming out and making the kind of money that you're making and they're doubling what their parents are making. So uh, that's where you definitely it does come into the American dream. Well, it does. And, you know, Loves is a very large, financially stable company that's growing. Uh, not only do we pay an attractive wage, a living wage for these folks, uh, we have full benefits, 401k with a match dollar for dollar. Um, so it's a, a real way for somebody who is in a lower income area to make a great life for themselves with a great company that's growing and and to help solve a need for the country. Uh, like I said, we are, we're, we're helping to keep America moving and getting these trucks back on the road quickly. What kind of training changes are you making to get that regarding the next generation of fuels, whatever it might be? I mean, I'm, I'm asking you this coming off. Uh, I was at Sierra Week, which is the gigantic energy meeting in Houston. And a lot of people joke that it should be called Hydrogen Week uh, because it seemed like we talked about nothing but hydrogen. I've already written several articles for freight waves on hydrogen from last, just from last week alone. Um, what are you, is it, is it too early yet for you to start incorporating that into your training? You're just kind of keeping an eye on it. We are, we haven't incorporated it into the training yet, but we are, you know, so we have a green energy company that we own called Trillium and we are in partnership with Cummins and their hydrogen project. And I sit on meetings weekly as this continues to progress. Uh, and we meet with every OEM, uh, manufacturer, uh, out there. Uh, and as these new fuels, whether it's battery electric, hydrogen, fuel cell, as those come online, we will uh, partner with them to, uh, to create the proper training for these technicians. And then we'll incorporate that into this asset that we've already developed, these six truck care academies at that point, and the six training trailers that we have to not only train new technicians in, that, in those new technologies, but to update the 2,000 plus technicians that we have and make sure that they're skilled in it as well. You know, it strikes me as I've been reading a lot about the kind of thing you're doing being a trend, that companies, instead of waiting for some sort of other ecosystem to deposit employees at their door, they're going out and they're making them. So uh, whether it's an airline that's not waiting for the Navy and the Air Force to give them pilots, you know, they're training them themselves. This sounds kind of very much in line with that. Uh, I mean, 10 years ago, did you just have enough applicants coming through the door that you didn't wouldn't have had to do something like this? Well, frankly, we weren't in this business 10 years ago. Um, we started truck care in 08, and it really wasn't truck care. It was tire care. And when we got into this business, we sold two brands of tires, Michelin and BFG. And that was it. And, we, and that was really how we got started. We didn't really start mechanical until 2014. So we've really only been in this business for nine years. And we identified the need pretty quickly after that because we launched the training trailers in 2016 to start uh, growing our technicians. And then it's just really snowballed from there where we have such a need at this point with the growth of our business to, uh, to that we, we invested in these academies. Uh, this bad. And it's been a significant investment on the company's part. You know, when we get these six academies up, we'll have about $30 million invested in the facilities themselves, plus the ongoing OPEX of maintaining those with these uh, world-class technicians that we've got that run these programs. So I was going to ask you if this is a, a profit center for loves, but I guess not. This is just a, a an employee development program. You've got others in there. I'm sure you've got employee development programs for store managers. 
this is this is one though with a little more complex than others. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is simply a uh, a GNA cost center at this point. Um, I don't know that it will always remain that at some point, uh, you know, we may open it up to fleets uh, or others to train their technicians for them and, and turn it into a, a revenue and profit center. But today it's simply uh, for us to staff our own shops with the highest quality technicians out there so we can service our fleet customers. So if we have a viewer out there who's sitting around watching video games and wants to do something with their life and they're excited by this program, what's the best way to apply? Go to jobs.com on, on our website at Loves. It's loves.jobs.com and uh, put an application in or simply walk down to your local Loves, walk into the shop, introduce yourself to the shop manager, tell them you heard about uh, the Truck Care Academy on Freight Waves and you are interested and we'll get you, we'll get you on board, get you signed up and, and get you going. Yeah, one, one last question along those lines. People who are working in the maintenance shop uh, are clearly a pool for your people going into the academy. What about somebody working in the store, somebody working behind the counter? Are yeah, you great. finding that, that they're making that move too? Yeah, great question. Um, we actually have a, quite a few um, employees that come from the restaurants and the stores. They see the growth that we've got out in the shops. They're interested in it. Again, they have that desire to work with their hands and uh, they'll come out to the shops. A lot of times they'll start in what we call a service advisor role and learn how to write up the, the trucks and write up the jobs and get them into the system. Uh, and then they'll be like, wow, you know, I want to work on these trucks and they'll go through it. So, yeah, uh, that's another path. Uh, and we have a lot of folks in, uh, you know, we have about 6,000 employees overall working in Love's Truck Care. And there's a good number of them that came from the restaurant and came from the store. Well, we went way over time, Gary, but that that's okay because it was worth it. I really enjoyed this chat. Yeah, I did too. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. So we want to thank Gary Price. He's the Executive Vice President of Truck Care Solutions at Love's talking about their diesel mechanic academies. Gary, thanks again. You have been watching Drilling Deep. We are part of the Freight Cash family of podcasts and video podcasts at Freight Waves. You can find us on all the leading podcast platforms. I'm your host, John Kingston, and please join us again.